Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone is having an absolutely wonderful day today. I saw something interesting over the weekend. I'm sure you guys saw some of this with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. spoke to an enormous crowd in Berlin on Saturday, and they have now said that it was basically one of the largest groups in the history of Germany. They're saying up to 1.5 million people were in attendance all over the city, and he basically was going in detail. I mean, he, he pretty much called it like it is, and he said the only thing a government needs to turn people into slaves is fear. And he goes on to say governments love pandemics. They love pandemics for the same reason they love war, because it gives them the ability to impose controls on the population that the population would otherwise never accept. So I was pretty proud of him, that whole uh, speech he did and that whole gigantic rally they attended. And Germany's pretty much had enough. Germany's starting to wake up as more and more lockdown measures are starting to go into place. And we saw another one in London, another massive, massive demonstration and giant gathering and uh, where David Icke basically spoke as now England, UK, is now discussing another two years of COVID lockdown procedure and state of emergency status. And this goes to exactly what Robert F. Kennedy Jr. just discussed about on Saturday, is that they continue to push the fear narrative to keep people under control. Fear is the easiest, most effective way to control a populace. And that is why it says in the Bible, God has not given you a spirit of fear. Fear is designed to control you. Fear is designed to make you do what they want you to do, and it's a form of submission, so to speak, once you have a fake fear thrusted upon you. And that now we see that the unbelievably strange Lady Gaga, and I don't normally talk about this, but she made a comment that was very, very troubling. And she went to the MTV Awards, which I never even watched. I read some stuff about it here. And, you know, she's known for being really, really strange with outlandish outfits. And every single outfit she had, she wore a mask and she basically went on to say there that the mask wearing a mask is a sign of respect so what they're trying to do now is they're trying to play the respect card and the argument from the leftist communists that are pushing this, and this is one of those things you have to be careful of if you get into debate. I'm giving you guys a heads up right now. I've had this happen to me multiple times. The hardcore communists that are trying to push this agenda and that are on the side of the deep state with the international bankers controlling it, that are trying to push this pandemic further and further along, they're using this as a reason to try to back you into a corner. So when somebody says, well, wearing a mask is a sign of respect, do you not respect people? So the question is, the answer is if you go, well, yes, I respect people, then you wear a mask. If you say, no, I don't respect anybody, then you fall into the line of basically 
completely contradicting your stance as a Christian and as an American because you don't respect people. This is what they're doing, and it's a very, very aggressive propaganda tactic that has been used for many, many times in many, many different wars all over the world, and this is what they're trying to push now. So be aware of this. Understand that if you get into an argument or debate with some of these people that are trying to push it, know the tactics they're going to use, and you can use reverse tactics on them if they try to pull this nonsense to try to make you feel like you're lesser of a person and you don't respect people and you're some type of horrible human being because you don't want to muzzle yourself with a mask that reduces your O2 levels in your own body. Just something I thought about this morning, Dad. And other than that, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing absolutely wonderful. It's a beautiful day. It rained here all day yesterday, so it's a wonderful day outside today. But, you know, the mask narrative is being used to promote fear and submission. And Lady Gaga, who's in all the satanic stuff, basically probably wears masks when she does her submission things, whatever she's in her little meetings or whatever the little ceremonies or weird thing that they're involved in that we talked about yesterday that I'm not going to go into detail here about today again. And so she's just pushing the narrative of basically wearing the mask. And, of course, there are enough mindless amoeba followers of these satanic people that they're going to do that. See, the, the thing they have now is that they have not doped down the German people enough. They haven't drugged them enough. Because in Germany, fluoride is not put under the water supply. They don't allow that. They don't have it at all. Uh, you know, they have fluoride toothpaste. They have that. And they've got fluoride and salt, probably. I'm not even sure of that. But the people in Germany don't want to put chemicals in their body. They're very, very health conscious. And so what they have here is a group of people that basically were, because of fear, because of Goebbels and Hitler, were brought into mass you know, slavery, so to speak, you know, during the war, and they believed everything their leaders were telling them. Now they're finding out that basically Angela Merkel, you know, raised in East Germany, hardcore communist, probably Kabbalist, is dragging Germany down into a ditch. In fact, she said this week about the immigration fiasco that she caused five years ago that if she had to do it over again, she'd do it again. Now, remember, I told you they weren't going to take Angela Merkel out of power because she's the Rothschild's do-girl is what she is. And so she's still there. She's still in power. Just like I told you, they weren't going to take Benjamin Netanyahu out of power. He's still the Rothschild's do boy in Israel. And all of this is being controlled, like you said, also by the international central banks because they're trying to reduce the velocity of money, the turnover of money. They're trying to reduce the amount of inflation that that causes as they increase the M1 money supply. The international banking cartel, quite frankly, at this point, is desperate. They don't know what to do besides total slavery. This is the exact reason that you're seeing what's happened with the COVID. Again, it's like Henry Ford said, you dig under the rock deep enough, you're going to find one of these bankers. That's what you're going to find, one of these Rothschild boys. And they're trying everything they can at this point to bring the United States dollar, the petrodollar, the reserve currency of the world, into a cryptocurrency so they can try to make this transition as easy as possible. But they have to reduce inflation. That's why they shut the world economy down. That's why they shut down the economic world engine. We talked about this in depth back in December, I'm not sorry, February and March of this year. And I, as far as I know, I'm the only person that's coined the economic world engine. And that's what they've done. They've shut it down very effectively. I mean, tourism in Europe has collapsed. Tourism from other countries in the United States has collapsed. The airline industry has collapsed. The only reason we have any type of stock market that's even stable or growing at this point is because of the trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars that the Rothschilds are putting on in the books, not to mention what they're doing on the outside of the books on all of their banks that control the $1.5 trillion of heroin money 
that could also be buying stocks up from heroin money and not even running it through the central banks. All of this stuff is being used right now to continue to enslave the population. So when Kennedy went to Germany to talk about what's going on, he's telling everybody, hey, look, here's the deal. Here's what's happening. They're going to put you under slavery through fear. That's what they're doing. And, of course, the COVID boogeyman is the big deal. You know, this is what they're doing right now with the COVID. Now, this week, the CDC supposedly came out with a report, which Donald Trump retweeted, that said that only 6% of the causes of death from COVID or COVID only, that the rest of them have other health issues associated with it. And, of course, the media has come back out now and completely eviscerated that, pulled a tweet down, did all that stuff like they always do, because he was trying to tell you guys the real numbers. Now, these are the numbers that I'm going to read you right now from the CDC. All deaths involving COVID is 164,000. That means if you were diagnosed with COVID post-mortem, if you had a motorcycle accident and you died and you died diagnosed with COVID post-mortem, any of these deaths, if you died of heart disease, diabetes, cancer, and post-mortem, I found out, oh, yeah, by the way, he also had COVID, which now they're saying is our eighth chromosome, by the way. I'm doing some more research. I mentioned that briefly yesterday. So everybody's pretty much going to be diagnosed with it. They're going to say that this was COVID-related death. 164,000. However, deaths from all causes is 1.7 million, and deaths involving pneumonia with, listen to this, with or without COVID, excluding influenza deaths, is 169,000, right? Same as, for, a little bit more than the 164, and deaths involving COVID and pneumonia, excluding influenza, is 72,000, and all deaths involving influenza with or without COVID. So they're putting this stuff, all of this stuff with COVID into the death statistics, and if you look at all deaths involving influenza with or without COVID-19, then you're looking at 6,640. And see, that's apparently where the number was that Trump came from, but I'm not sure how they calculated those numbers. That's why I was hesitant to release those statistics yesterday. But what's interesting about all of this stuff is that it doesn't make any difference what you're dying of. They're putting COVID down because they're getting money to the hospital, period. That's how this works. Now, let me explain to you this again because I've had so many people email me about this. The vast majority of the people that are dying of COVID are not dying of COVID. They're dying of pneumonia. Their lungs are filling with fluid. This is exactly what happened in the flu pandemic of 1919. The vast majority, over 90% of the deaths, were not from the flu. It was from their lungs filling with fluid, and they suffocated, which is exactly what's happening with COVID. Now, the reason that happens is this. You have macrophages, specialized white blood cells that run around eating stuff like viruses and contaminants in the body. And these macrophages see a virus. It sees COVID-19, whatever you want to call it, because I don't like COVID-19. Let's just say it sees the flu. And it says, oh, my gosh, the flu is in here. It's going to ravage the body. So what we're going to do is we're going to kill this virus. We're going to eat it. We're going to absorb it, this macrophage. It's going to wrap around it and dissolve it, absorb it. Well, it can't get turned on because on the bottom of that macrophage are two sugar molecules. And the only thing that turns those sugar molecules on, kind of like a remote control, is vitamin D as in dog three. So without D3, your macrophage cannot turn on to go eat this virus. So the macrophage, it realizes that that's its job. It can't do it because it doesn't have the ability to do it. So it flips out. So it sends up a chemical messenger like a bunch of flare guns. Those are called cytokines. And so all of a sudden, this macrophage has like a fireworks show around it. The cytokines start popping up all around it. And all of a sudden, it's saying, help us, help us, help us. We need help. We need another macrophage to come over here and eat this flu virus. Well, now, all of a sudden, you know, another million, to use a number, macrophages show up because it's been, they've been called. Well, they find out 
they don't have D3 either. And they're going, oh, well, we would love to eat this flu virus, but we don't have D3. So, boom, they all send up another multi-million levels of cytokines. Now, when that happens, it creates what's called a cytokine storm. Now, that's horrible when that happens. That's the same thing that happens with the 18-month MMR shot when the child gets injected. They have massive inflammation at the injection site. The body goes into the but it goes berserk, causes a cytokine storm trying to eat all the stuff from the injection site, including fetal cells from other human beings, including squalene, including all these other adjuvants, and it causes this domino to drop. And all these dominoes keep dropping and dropping and dropping, causing this massive cytokine storm, which causes inflammation. It also causes fluid retention in the lungs, which make the lungs fill up with water, which makes you drowned in your own lungs from pneumonia. And that was the vast majority of the causes of death from the flu pandemic of the 1919s, 1920s. Some people say that was also vaccine-induced. Just thought I'd mention that. So what ends up happening is this. We now have COVID that's doing the same thing. It's making you sick. You come down with this, quote-unquote, flu-like symptoms with COVID. You start getting pneumonia. And all of a sudden, your lungs start filling up with fluid. So now you have, like, COVID and pneumonia and you have this super high death rate of people over the age of 60, 65. Now, this is where the vast majority of the deaths are taking place. If you look at the statistic numbers on this, the people over the age of 60, over 55 to 64, 20,000 deaths, 65 to 74, 34,000 deaths, and 75 to 84, 43,000 deaths, 85 years and older, 51,000 deaths. Now, when you go all the way down to the children, you get like, you know, 17 deaths. You know, that's statistically insignificant. So this is the crazy part about this is, is that these children are also being forced to wear masks now in school and in daycare. And Austin talked about this in detail yesterday. It doesn't make any difference to these guys. It's statistically insignificant. They're going to have a higher death rate from just the general flu than they are from COVID. This is the problem that we run into when you look at statistics and statistical analysis. So Donald Trump was right as far as his saying, the oh, if you were just being died from COVID – it's about 6%. That's probably pretty accurate. However, if you include COVID and all these other death statistics, including pneumonia, it goes through the roof. Now, because COVID has a SARS and an HIV component attached to its genome, it becomes particularly virulent if you have an impaired immune system. This is why my advice to you has been the same since January. D3K2, potassium iodide, vitamin C, and zinc Your immune system, if you have enough iodine in your system, the blood as it goes through the thyroid gland, it gets zapped by iodine if there's any contaminants in it like a virus, and nothing can survive iodine, nothing. So when you have this, you kill it automatically if you have high enough iodine levels. That's why you need about 12.5 milligrams of potassium iodide every single day. This is why I told my friend, whose mom died a week and a half ago, I told him when she was diagnosed with COVID a month ago that basically, or diagnosed with being in the hospital with flu or whatever she had, it was all so sketchy, we couldn't get an accurate diagnosis, that he needed to put her on vitamin C intravenously, 50,000 milligrams, two to three times a week, at least 100,000 IUs of D3 to stop this inflammatory cascade of the cytokines. And she had to be on also zinc at least 100 milligrams a day and she also needed to be taking, you know, the, the iodine, the potassium, the potassium, the iodine, the zinc, the D3, 
and also the vitamin C. All of these things completely build up your immune system. Here's the problem with older people. This is swept through doggone nursing homes like a, like a, like a chainsaw. Why would they do that? Well, number one, Henry Kissinger considers them to be useless eaters along with a lot of other people, and these are big eugenicists on the planet, and they can specifically design this because they know that nursing home food is absolutely horrible, and they don't get sufficient quantities of D3, and they're not allowed in most cases to even take a vitamin in a nursing home. I know that because I had to go through that with my mom. All right? So all of these older people are deficient as far as their immune systems, hence they're susceptible if they get out in public and get sick which is the same thing that happens to them every year with the flu they die. This is what you see happening all over the country right now and all over the world. So what they've done, they've taken something that has a very marginal death rate, very marginal, and they've turned it into the boogeyman, just like Goebbels did with communism and with the Jews, you know, and with the international banks and with the United States and with France and with World War II and all of the propaganda the Nazis put out all of the time, some of it true about the international bankers, obviously that's true, and they said that these guys are going to come in and are going to kill you. Well, now as far as the Russians were concerned, the Germans were right. That wasn't propaganda. They came in there and raped all the women. They would take women who were pregnant, they would rape them. Women who were nursing, they would rape them, and they would cut the nipples off their breasts so they could no longer nurse their children, and all their children would starve to death. Not making this stuff up, my mom was there. All right? This is what the, 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 the Russian soldiers did. They were a bunch of sickos. But so the German people were scared to death that if they lost the war, that they would all be exterminated and killed by the Russians and by the Americans. And so they literally fought to the last man, woman, and child and wiped out the entire population of alpha males in that country. But they were never subjected to this massive fluoride crap that we were done in 1946. And so they're fighting against this. So, guys, I told you all of this to say this. Austin's right. We don't have a spirit of fear. Don't listen to these doomsayers and horribly. Don't go to the doggone websites and look at the news and it's all negative. We got a we got an asteroid coming in this week. We're all going to die. Planet X is on the way. Don't listen to that stuff. Don't listen to it. It's just it's, we're all going to starve to death by next week. No, we're not. You know the country's going to fall within a week. No, it's not. No, it's not. I'm telling you, it's not. You know, and, and we have people out there, and I talked about this yesterday, that have made fortunes in alt media by promoting fear porn. They sell their advertising for huge amounts of money. They're making forty, fifty, sixty, hundred, two hundred thousand dollars a month. I'm not exaggerating, guys, on selling ads on their websites promoting fear porn. I won't do that. Get your news from the Health Masters news site. I take all the weird stuff out, like, China's about to have World War III. We have troops massing on the borders. I don't put any of that stuff on my website. And what I did yesterday, I told you how important it was to be a Christian and how we're connected to God Almighty through an energy field and through toroidal harmonics. I discussed all that in depth yesterday. So I'm trying to give you guys a message of hope and of love and of power and of sound mind. We're in covenant with the Most High God. You don't have to be scared. Don't do that. I've never seen the righteous forsaken or their children begging bread, is what the Word says. So you got to stand on the Word and with the Word of God. But Donald Trump got eviscerated again on Twitter for putting out this information about the low death rates with COVID only. And he was right. It is a low death rate. But the reality is people are still dying. They're sticking COVID in there as a diagnosis because they make extra money on it. 
and people's immune system in this country are impaired because of GMO foods and all the chemicals in our diet and all the things they've done to us. I told you guys, I went to Silver Springs a few weeks ago with the kids, my grandkids, Austin's kids. There were no fish, hardly any fish at all. The place used to be completely swarming with fish. Why did that happen? Because downstream where the fish hatcheries are, where the fish lay their eggs when it's not in a strong current, people own homes on the river and they basically have pumped the, the atrazine and the Roundup and the chemicals into the water supply so heavily that the fish can no longer reproduce. This is a problem and we're doing it to the planet. It's not about the global warming. That's being caused by the chemtrails. What it's about is because of this doggone poison that we're putting out with glyphosate, Roundup, Monsanto, Bayer now. And no, you notice they're now doing a settlement with a class action lawsuit. They haven't stopped producing Roundup. If they cared about you, your health, and your loved one's health, they'd stop atrazine, azulox, basagran, Roundup, all of these chemicals used to make your yard look pretty. Guys, look at it this way. I quit putting that stuff in my yard a long time ago. My, my response was this. The weeds won. They won. I remember my dad one time I was talking about, got to go pull weeds. And he goes, well, it's not really a weed. It's a plant. And I said, plant? He goes, yeah, it's only a weed when you don't want it there. And I said, well, that's true. <laughs> so well, that's what dad said. So he goes, he was a farmer. And see, this is the thing that we've got to understand. I, you go to my yard now, it's all weeds. Well, i got a couple blades of grass left, and I don't care because I just mow the weeds. I'm not going to poison the lake, the aquifers, and everything else by dumping all this junk on my grass. I'm not going to do it. And that's, that's where we're killing the planet, guys, is that, doing that. We've got to stop this and let the ecosystem reboot itself. Oh, well, I'm pontificating. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? Well, no, we, we just talked about it the other day, how, you know, we you saw the water moccasin level in Florida at a whole nother level when you grew up. And even when I was younger, you know, I grew up on a lake. And I told Dad the other day, I said, you don't think you don't see that many water moccasins anymore? I mean, it's not that, you know, we don't still live in Florida. It's not that we don't still live on the same lake. <laughs> it's the fact that the reptile population has massively decreased in some areas, and that's a lot due to the atrazine because of what it does to the reproductive system of reptiles. And this is, that, he's 100% right about this, guys. It, it boggles my mind how many people know that this stuff is grossly toxic to not only us but the environment, but they still use it on a regular basis. That's exactly why the EPA is just a complete and total stooge for big biotech. I mean, if you watch history of EPA, they are known for going lenient on big corporations. I mean, look at what they did with DuPont. You saw that in the movie Dark Waters. They gave DuPont this, like, $15 million fine for what they did with Teflon over like 50 year period and everything they continue to do with the PFOAs. And then what they do, they said, well, you can't do that anymore with PFOAs. So DuPont said, okay, guess what? Now we have PPFO now or whatever the new one is. And they said, okay, well that one hasn't been tested or regulated. So that's okay. You guys can make that one now. And the cycle started all over again with DuPont. Massive multi-billion dollar company that does all types of toxic chemicals and still pollutes the world to this day. The EPA is there to protect those corporations. That's why it's laughable to me, laughable to me. When you see the EPA come and say, we need to, we need to ban all these, these cars, they're polluting, oh, we need to stop this, we need to give all these, these green deals to companies so they produce more fuel-efficient cars. Oh, and by the way, if you buy a new diesel truck that you personally own and you touch the exhaust on it, oh, that's a felony now, you can't do that. You can't touch your own exhaust, even though it burns almost twice as much diesel fuel with the diesel particular filter that's on it. Oh, it's okay, it's, it's, it's all for the environment. And you go, 
Well, it reduces soot by 50 to 60%, but it decreases fuel mileage by 50 to 60%. How the heck does this actually help anything? So we're still burning more diesel fuel. We're wasting more fuel, in essence, to have a slightly cleaner pollutant on the back end. And this is, again, what we see so prevalent in the entire world, especially in the United States now, where we're lied to on a regular basis. This is why we do the best we can on this show to bring you the truth. Now, it's also interesting now, the Financial Times has now come out with another report now from Dr. Stephen Hahn, who's the FDA commissioner. Remember I told you guys about three weeks ago I said that Trump was discussing trying to get the COVID-19 vaccine rolled out even faster, even faster than before. Operation Warp Speed still wasn't going fast enough. Well, now he he called that the FDA approve COVID before it actually finishes trial. He asked for this. Now, Dr. Stephen Hahn, the FDA commissioner, said the agency was prepared now to authorize a COVID vaccine before phase three clinical trials were complete, as long as the officials were convinced that the benefit outweighed the risk, according to the Financial Times. This is so beyond troubling to me, especially when who gives these people the authority to outweigh the risk and outweigh the benefit outweighing the risk. I'm asking you that question because we go, well, they're, they're appointed individuals. They're smarter than us. No, they're not. I, I cannot. That drives me nuts when I hear people say stuff like that. They're appointed individuals. They, they know better than us. They know what to do better. You're not a medical doctor that's head of the FDA. No, I'm not. I actually have respect for myself and the American populace. I would never be in that position even if it was offered to me unless I can make a huge, significant, positive impact. problem is they would never allow somebody like Dad or me to be on the FDA board. Why? Because we weren't heads of some other pharmaceutical company before, and they knew they wouldn't have us in their back pocket at every turn and make sure that they have some significant conflict of interest holding over our head. So if we did anything that they didn't agree with, they would file criminal charges on us. It's funny how you see people get federally indicted for minuscule things, minuscule things, because somebody basically picked a bone with them and they didn't want them saying something or doing something. But then you have individuals like this. And what's crazy about this now, this is all happening under Operation Warp Speed. And you guys already know the U.S. government has already handed over the COVID vaccine program to the DOD, the military. We already talked about that. Trump said it himself. And now what's crazy about this is that the COVID-19 vaccine has had no significant show of working at all. As far as all it showed is significant side effects. And even when they did the first phase one and phase two clinical trials, they blatantly showed that you're going to have to have repeated vaccines of this shot in you on a regular basis, almost a quarterly basis, to actually stay protected against the alleged COVID. But yet, they're not even discussing the fact that Moderna in the phase two trials had a 100% side effect rate, some of which ranging from just soreness at the muscle site all the way to horrible issues with sleep, functioning, cognitive functioning, to the point where medical intervention was having to be involved in some instances. What's crazy about this, Hans said, and I quote, our emergency use authorization is not the same as full approval. They're going to use science, medicine, and data decision to make a decision on this. 
he's promising this decision is going to be made in the best interest of the populace, which, a.k.a., that means it's going to be the best interest of big pharma and the pharmaceutical industry to make sure they reap the highest amount of profits. Because, see, here's the problem. This is why this is happening. I'm going to tell you guys this right now. The reason why they're trying to shove this through, even though we have never seen a vaccine on this large of a scale or a RNA vaccine, for that matter, ever be pushed to market this quickly, because the American population, the heck, the world population is waking up to what COVID actually is and that it's a pandemic designed as a tool to fear the populace. That's what it's being used for. Not saying it's not real, but it's being used as that excuse, as we see now what the numbers really are. Once the populace reaches a certain tipping point, meaning a X amount of percentage of the populace says, no, we don't believe in your pandemic anymore. We don't believe in a COVID vaccine anymore. You guys can basically go kick rocks. The ability to get the American population submissive enough to take this vaccine is going to be literally impossible. It's never going to happen. You may get small swaths of the populace that are just ignorant, dumbed-down people that just, okay, I'll take my vaccine. Give it to me. Give me my, my Diet Coke, my MSG, too. I'll go back home. Go sleep some more. Yeah, that, that, they'll have that. That segment of the population will always be there. However, the vast majority of the population is going to say, no, no, no thank you. No, thank you. I'll travel freely unmolested on my way without your toxic COVID vaccine. So what they're seeing is, is the populace is waking up, and they have to get this vaccine to market as quickly as possible before more people wake up. This is why I keep bringing this up on the show. This is why I encourage everybody to talk about it. Listen, you have the right to shoot yourself up for much anything you want if you want to. Just free country, free will. Can't force people to stay healthy. You can't force people to make good decisions. But here's the question that I bring to you all. As an individual, if an individual chooses to be vaccinated, right? Okay. He chooses to get the shot. If the vaccination actually prevents infection, which they're now saying it's very difficult to determine unless you get shot up like every quarter. If the vaccine actually prevents infection with the virus, then there's no reason to force those who do not want the vaccine to receive it, right? If you get the vaccine, you're just going to keep getting the vaccine because they told you to get the vaccine, and it allegedly works and prevents you from basically getting the virus and prevents symptoms from the virus. It doesn't matter if anybody else doesn't get the vaccine because you got the vaccine, so you're de facto safe now, right? If they cannot infect people with the virus who have received the vaccine, if the vaccine works. So you can't get the virus if you get the vaccine, right? That's what they're telling us. So if that's the case, if the vaccine does not work and the vaccinated people can be infected, then there's no reason to get the vaccine. Because that's what we're hearing now is that the vaccine from Bill Gates' own mouth, if you get the vaccine, we still have to have social distancing. We still have to have lockdowns because the vaccine isn't going to work and it's not going to be the end-all, be-all. So which one is it, guys? This is the contradictory speech that I'm trying to bring to light so you ask your own questions about this. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to that. Do your own research. If the vaccine's so effective that it works, that if you get it, you don't have to worry about anybody else getting the vaccine, why do you care if it's mandated? But if the vaccine, you can still get infected even after you get the vaccine, why in the world do you get the vaccine in the first place if it doesn't work? They keep going back and forth. And this, again, is what they've shown to be very, very effective operational psychological warfare. You keep telling people both things back and forth. You confuse them. A confused, fearful population is incredibly easy to control. This is why from the beginning of this pandemic, 
They went back and forth. Don't wear a mask. Medical people need masks. Masks don't work. Nobody needs to be wearing masks. A month later, you need to be wearing masks. If you don't wear masks, you're killing people and you're killing grandma when you go out of the store. Oh, if you don't wear a mask, you can't even go shop anymore. If you don't wear a mask, you can't even go outside anymore. We're going to fine you if you don't wear a mask. Oh, basically, we kind of know now the masks don't actually work, but they're there out of respect in the event at some point they may possibly work to stop the spread. You wear it out of respect. Well, guess what? I, I don't respect the totalitarian, nightmarish government deep state that lies to us almost every single week and tells us one thing and contradicts itself. I don't respect people that contradict themselves all the time. It's one thing to make a mistake, say, hey, I said this, but you know what? I found new research. Now this isn't the case. It's another thing to blatantly lie and manipulate with contradictory speech. You speak out of both sides of your mouth. This is what they're doing on a regular basis right now, and that I do not respect, and I will not wear a mask out of respect to somebody that is lying to me. And the fact that we know now, out of numerous research studies, including research has been done pre-COVID, on our website at healthmasters.com, this shows regular masks have to be completely and totally handled like a biohazard, and they have to be replaced every 20 to 30 minutes, and even at that, they do not stop the spreader intake of the virus particles, period. So if that's the case, that's nothing to do with respect. It has nothing to do with flattening the curve as they try to lie to us about. I mean, look what they're doing in Hawaii. This is one of the first times that I can find. I researched this last night. I told you yesterday, they're starting it, I think, today or tomorrow. The major H3 interstate in Hawaii, they're shutting it down for three days now to do full-blown COVID testing. Not just to make it a roadway to do testing, but to shut down the interstate. You cannot use the interstate if you do not get tested. It's a major interstate. Now, of course, you can go backways, but if you've ever been to Hawaii, backways can mean a whole lot of driving on whole little back roads and up mountains and everything else. The interstate, that's the fastest route everywhere, but that's why they built them. So here's the million-dollar question. We now have a state in the United States now that is shutting down the interstate for the first time in recorded history that I can find to stop egress on the interstate unless you get a COVID test. And from what I read last night in Hawaii, you will not be able to continue on the H3 freeway if you do not get the COVID test. This is complete and total beta testing on a small scale. This is my opinion why they started on Hawaii. Hawaii's an island, right? There's only so many places you could stop and shut down an interstate. You shut down at one point, you open at another point, you shut down another point, open another point, you pretty much shut down the interstate. There's no other ways to get on. You try to shut down Interstate 4, that'd be a logistical nightmare to try to test something on that. So what do you do? You test it on a very, very small populace, H3 Interstate in Hawaii. This, in my opinion, is going to be used as a beta test to see how effectively you can get a populace to submit to taking a test, big old sinus swab all the way up your nose that, by the way, they collect your DNA when they do this, and then turn around and see how many people rebel against this and say, we're not going to do this. How many people actually go to get tested? How many people make a stink? How many people protest? My answer, I think, in Hawaii, it's going to be very little because that's a very dependent, uh, that state is very dependent on the state. 
because of it being an island. So understand now, they are actually beta testing the first run of shutting down a United States interstate to do COVID testing and prevent you from traveling freely unmolested on your way. When's the next beta test going to happen? When's the next one going to happen here in the United States? I don't know. But understand, all these things are being done simultaneously to try to use fear to control you. Never let fear control you. If you have fear, fear is normal. Learn how to control the fear and harness it and push it in a direction that you can use effectively. But do not sit there and give in and submit to a completely and totally out of control, lying, contradictive deep state because somebody told you you have to be scared of a unseen Danger. So I said yesterday, this is the first time in history we've ever had a virus that allegedly is so dangerous, so ravaging, so contagious, so horrific, so deadly that you have to find out if you're positive for it by testing because a majority of people are asymptomatic and they don't even know they have it. That's one of the biggest lies we've ever been told this year. This is what you have to start asking questions about and continue to question the narrative death. You know, Austin, the lies are unbelievable that we're all being told right now. Up in Tallahassee, here just this past weekend, there was another COVID, you know, basically demonstration right in front of the Capitol steps. And a guy, a white guy was there, and he was basically, you know, and and I've watched the video, and I've posted it on the Health Masters website. and, And he basically was just documenting what was going on. Finally, about five of these Antifa guys jump him. And they're beating on him on the ground. He pulls a pistol out. He pulls a pistol out and scatters the whole crowd. Doesn't shoot anybody, just pulls it out because he was going to be killed or beaten half to death. The police are there. They weren't doing anything to stop this. And as soon as they see him pull the pistol, they run over. He lays the pistol down. They throw him on the ground, and they handcuff him. He didn't do any resisting. They handcuffed him. But now they're telling everybody that he's not going to be charged because he was protecting himself. This is the way it's supposed to work. But remember, in Florida, you know, we have a stand-your-ground state. You don't have to run around or go hide or urinate on yourself because someone's beating you up to try to get them to stop. You can stand your ground. And that's what he did. And he pulled the pistol, and he's not being charged. I mean, it's ridiculous. Five guys are beating him up, and it's to the point that even when someone handcuffs him and he's on the ground, one of the guys still wants to attack him again. It's unbelievable. Right in front of the cop. And they've got to stop him. That guy should have been arrested. The guys who attacked him should have been arrested. Who gets arrested? The guy who defends himself gets arrested and handcuffed in front of everybody. It's ludicrous. And so we have 2020. You know, in Chicago now, the gangs have gone together now. And, you know, because they have this dwarf lesbian mayor up there, she won't do anything. And now the gangs have gotten together in Chicago, and they've issued a shoot-on-sight order, the Chicago gangs. They form a pact to literally execute cops who draw weapons on suspects. In other words, the street gangs in Chicago have decided that if they're doing something wrong and a cop pulls a weapon, that the cop will be executed immediately on the street by the gang. Guys, this is lawlessness. This is complete and total anarchy. But this is exactly what they want. The problem is they've done this before. They're using the black population... Okay, I'm just telling you, this is going to sound awful, but it's true. They're using the black population and they're manipulating the black population to go along with the Antifa, Black Lives Matter narrative in order to cause a civil war, and the black people are being used again. Just like Margaret Sanger, who hated blacks, who wanted all blacks exterminated, 
through eugenics, was given awards for people every single year for who they had got to kill. And, of course, Hillary Clinton got the Margaret Sanger Award. By the way, they stopped doing the Margaret Sanger Award this year because of the bad publicity that's come out against her. And they were. she even told, Sanger told the black people to go to their pastors in the churches and tell the churches and the pastors that abortion is okay, that they need to go ahead and have the babies aborted if they can't pay for them, and basically reduce the population that way. And she said that black people would listen to their pastors and go and have abortions. And to this day, in black churches, they're okay with abortions in almost every single church. That's why they vote Democrat. Because they believe these lies. I remember I have a friend of mine who's a pastor who's black, nice guy, and you know, he was voting Democrat all the time. And I told him, I said, but I said, you know, the Democratic Party hasn't been good to black people. No, the Republicans haven't been good to black people. I said, it's Lincoln who was one who signed the Emancipation Proclamation, bud, and freed the slaves in the South during the war. I said, you know, you gotta understand who was doing this and the and the Democrats were the head of the KKK. Well, I don't believe any of that. I'm like, well, you need to look at history, bud. See, this is the problem that we have, is that we have been told a lie through the history books that they no longer want to teach, and the population who's most susceptible because, oh, the reason you haven't made any money is because your great-great-great-granddaddy was a slave. The reason you haven't gotten ahead is because your great-great-great-great-granddaddy was a slave. You were oppressed by the white people, and you were beaten down, and now 150, 200 years later, you can't make money because they were all slaves way back then. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That doesn't make any sense, but that's the narrative that they're telling the blacks. And then you get the inner city blacks who have been given money now since the 60s with the Great Society program to basically have children and not have fathers, and it's turned into a jungle to the point now where you have black gangs running Chicago telling the media, telling the news, and telling the police that if you try to stop us and you pull your weapon on you, we're going to summarily execute you in the street. And you're like, what the heck? And of course, the little the little lesbian dwarf mayor won't do anything about it. Oh, by the way, she likes being a dwarf and she likes being a lesbian and she likes being a weirdo. The fact that she's even elected and they haven't done a recall election. In fact, I told my buddy Mancow the other day, you need to head up a recall election for her because you guys need to get her out of out of there. But then the problem is they'll probably just put another Democrat in there again. By the way, the Tennessee government is seeking the the, the authority to interrogate every child monthly preferably without the parents being there. The Tennessee Department of Education unveiled an invasive new plan to check up on every child in the state. The plan sends government bureaucrats to each home to conduct monthly interviews with each child. These are well-being checks to make sure the child is okay, and they want to ask that the parents not be there. I mean, they're saying that children have been experiencing adversity due to the pandemic, and they want to make sure that they're okay in case they have to mandate you know, different types of drugs because the child is ill, they can be diagnosed, or vaccines to ensure the well-being of the child. What the heck just happened in Tennessee? Now, I will say something. Tennessee is draconian in its prosecution and license removal of doctors in that state that go against the mainstream narrative. Tennessee is not the place to live right now as far as from that standpoint. Now, it's a beautiful, beautiful state, beautiful mountains and hills and valleys. I mean, it's one of the most beautiful states in the country. It's like Virginia. But Virginia is not the place right now to go with the governor and the legislature in Virginia. And I really hope that Tennessee and Virginia go in and gets rid of the people now this election cycle in November on the local elections and their congressional state elections to stop this anarchy that's happening. In fact, the governor of Virginia needs to be recalled. The, you know, the governor of Ohio needs to be recalled. Uh, the governor of 
you know, of, of, of Portland, you know, of Oregon needs to be recalled. The mayor of Portland needs to be recalled. All of these people need to be recalled. The problem is when the population has believed the lie for so long, they don't have the, how should I say, the chutzpah to go out and recall these leaders. They, they really don't. They don't want to recall the leaders because they think that they can get everything they want from the leader that's there. I mean, it's incredible this is actually happening here. They were having shoot-on-sight orders issued in Chicago by gangs that run the streets. Whoa. Austin, what do you think? Well, I guess Austin has stepped away from the phone for a second. But, you know, but we need to understand, guys, that, you know, people need to look at what's happening all over the United States. I mean, Louisiana food banks are now overwhelmed as recession and the hurricane, hurricane there is spiking the demand. I mean, that hurricane went through there and basically staggeredly, just, I mean, wiped out the food supply, wiped out a big chunk of the grocery stores, all the other things. And of course, they're back, you know, they're back underneath, you know, under FEMA again. Oh, by the way, I'm going to say it this way. Rothschild-owned controlled Elon Musk has now surpassed Rothschild-owned controlled Zuckerberg as the world's third richest Rothschild-owned person with a $110 billion net worth. Now, Zero Heads, when they put this article up that we posted, I added the little Rothschild stuff in my headlines because I wanted you guys to know who the real people are who are running the show. Oh, by the way, a black parolee has said that slavery justifies his rape and brutal beating of a 20-year-old white woman. I'm going to repeat that. A black parolee got out of prison says that the slavery that happened 150 years ago justifies his rape and brutal beating of a 20-year-old white woman. You think that? Wait a minute. The man nabbed for a Bronx rape and beating basically said that she deserved it for slavery. This, I mean, you can't even make this stuff up. The black parolee arrested for raping and bashing a white woman on the roof of his Bronx apartment building allegedly told a witness that she deserved the brutal tactics of slavery, according to the court papers. She was a white girl. She deserved it because of us minorities who have been through slavery. Tamar Bishop, 23, allegedly said to someone who witnessed the bloody 20-year-old woman after the assaults, according to a criminal complaint. This is what they used to do to us. This is what they did to us during slavery. They used to beat us and whip us. Wait a minute. He hasn't been beaten, and he hasn't been whipped. Tamar Bishop, 23, was arrested by authorities on Friday in Virginia on a slew of charges connected to the early morning June 1st assault, which officials have deemed a hate crime, according to the authorities. Guys, this is what they've done to the black population. And guys, when they do it to the black population... Now, I'm not talking about all blacks. Not all blacks are like this. Probably only 5 or 10% are like this. We've got to understand we can't just throw everybody out underneath the same bus with this. I have a lot of folks that are friends of mine that are black, and they don't act like this. They don't do things like this. And you go to black churches, they're some of the most respectful people you've ever met. I remember when I, I spoke at a church in Atlanta. It had 40,000 members. And the people there were almost all black, extremely cultured, extremely intelligent, extremely smart, and extremely conservative. And you think to yourself, well, wait a minute. It's because we have a group of key kids that I mentioned just a few minutes ago that are being raised without dads, that are being raised without moral fiber in their lives, that are not being taught anything about Christianity, and they're being taught that the reason they're in the situation they are in is because 150 years ago, something happened to them because of slavery. Austin, are you back with us yet? Yeah, I'm back here, but sorry, but I was having some technical issues, so I got everything worked back out, and it looks like we are hot and running again on my end. Okay, good. What's your next story, bud? 
No, absolutely. Another aspect of what we're seeing right now, this is something that I've even heard about down here in Florida as well, down here in Miami. This is why I've been encouraging everybody. Do you have a little bit of extra money on the side or something that you could pick up some extra food with? I encourage everybody to make sure you're still stocking up, even if it's just on some canned foods or you're getting some rice and beans and sealing them up and storing them properly. We have the organic food buckets. I mean, there's a lot of different options you have. I'm not telling you you have to go with a certain one. What I am saying is it's definitely a good idea to start stocking up some food, and a lot of these even states are now giving out massive amounts of food for free. They said down there in California by San Francisco that the amount of food that is coming out of the food bank is is something that they have never seen in 35 years they've been in business. They said each of the distribution centers is serving over thousands of cars a day. They said people will get there at 6 a.m. to line up, and the lines last for hours. They said normally they distribute about 600 pounds of food a week on a regular week. They said now they're well over a million pounds of food a week, close to double what they were before, and it says it is not slowing down. This is because the COVID pandemic is doing exactly what they wanted it to do as far as with the economic instability, and as Dad says, shutting down the economic world engine with the lockdowns. The thing about this is, and now you can people start to see this as we've watched these things start to progress, is that the lockdowns did absolutely nothing. The numbers allegedly still went up. People allegedly still got the virus. It still spread. But yet one thing remained very, very accurate is that the American economy went through the floor within a matter of a few short weeks because people were being in some places arrested for simply having their business open. The whole context of what that was, in my opinion, and a lot of other people's opinion, was that it was used, A, to completely shut down the economy, as Dad was talking about, to slow the velocity of money and prevent inflation while they pump trillions of dollars into their markets, into their corps, and into their pockets. But also at the same time, too, it was to train the populace in 2020 that the government has the all-powerful right to do whatever they want to do to you in time of emergency. This I really, truly believe to be a fact, and a lot of other people have agreed with me on this as we've researched it. It showed for the first time in very, I mean, very recent history that the government has the power to do anything they want to you if they declare a state of emergency, including telling you to stay in your home, fining you for walking out on a public beach that you pay taxes to take care of. This is unprecedented, especially when I told you guys before, the beach of all places should have been where people went to get fresh air, to get the salt, to get all the different minerals like magnesium in the ocean, to get sun, to build D3 over the summer. But we didn't do that, did we? We had the beaches shut down the vast majority of the summer in some states. Why? Because they wanted to show the American populace that they will and can lock you down and tell you what to do anytime they want. Here's the problem with this now. Now that they've done it once, how much easier is it going to be able to do it again if they come out with a new fear boogeyman? Now, there's some people that are coming out now and contradicting everything they've said for six months in alternative media and saying, oh, the deaths are real. And I'm not arguing the deaths aren't real. They're saying the COVID's very real and it killed all these people, even people that were healthy. And we should basically make sure that we're doing everything we can now. And here's what you have to ask yourself. And this is what the track record you have to look at from a lot of people, especially in alternative media, is again.
again, consistency and contradictory speech. When people constantly in alternative media want to go after other people in alternative media and name them by names and write articles and basically completely and totally eviscerate them because of something they may have said or a comment they said or them staining their ground on something, you really have to ask yourself that question. That's why you guys noticed, Ted and I, I, I don't ever drop names on here because I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to go and try to put out divisive speech about certain people and say, well, this person right here did this right now. We need to basically, you don't support him. I'm never going to do that. I've never said that whatsoever. I've said there's been certain instances of certain topics that have come out that I don't agree with, but that's the end of it. And so again, make sure you understand who you're listening to and what they're talking about and realize and see if they have an ulterior motive on what they're trying to promote. Because here, health masters, guys, all we're trying to get is the truth out. This is what we've talked about for years on this show. Our truth, that are the truth and our opinion and why we believe that, and then in turn encourage everybody to do your own research on this. There's a reason why the CDC had to count people that got in motorcycle accidents as COVID deaths. There's a reason why that people that were already in the hospital for pneumonia and COPD and congestive heart failure that died in the hospital from those things, and then they tested positive for COVID after they were dead. Why they put them down is the list. You don't have to try to blow up and exaggerate the list if it is a real, true, black plague-style pandemic. You don't have to do it, guys. Understand what's really going on and what they're trying to do to control the populace. Also, to in other news now, as we're starting to see more and more about the GoFundMe being fully controlled by communism and actually fully supporting violence from the left, from Black Lives Matter terrorist organizations and Antifa terrorist organizations. These groups like GoFundMe, Twitter, YouTube, they're going to continually block anything that we say or do. This is why the fact checkers have become so emboldened now, because they've literally gotten away with almost anything they want, whenever they want, because they're controlled by the communist agenda. And, you know, I talked to a friend about this last night, and I said, listen, I said, you have to realize this. I said, this is a communist takeover of the United States of America. We are in the beginning phases of a war. And, you know, it's not fun to talk about that. It's not really like, oh, my gosh, this is so exciting, because it's not. It's, it, honestly, it's embarrassing. It's sad to see our country that was once so great, so prosperous, so amazing, so free to be going through essentially a Bolshevik revolution in the United States country here right now. This is why you look at the parallels of the revolution in Russia in 1917, and you overlay them in the United States, and they're almost identical. You have the communist provocateurs with BLM and with Antifa. You have not only their funding through the communist agenda, where they have unlimited amounts of cash, supplies, vehicles, food, tear gas, fireworks, etc. You also have their full-blown endorsement by the leftist communists, where they tail anything they do, and they try to paint it in a good light. This is why the other day somebody sent me a screenshot of CNN in uh, Wisconsin, when they basically were saying, mostly peaceful protesters, and then they intentionally had in the background like numerous cars on fire and a building on fire where people were running around like lunatics. And they said, man, CNN's all fake news. They should be thinking, CNN's all fake news. And I said, we know they're fake news, but why are they fake news? Not why is what they're doing, but why are they doing this? CNN's not an idiot. 
they know saying mostly peaceful protesters in Wisconsin and then showing a backdrop of cars on fire and buildings burning down contradicts itself in nature. That's right. But that's the point. That's the entire point. They tell you lies over and over and over again. This is what Goebbels did in Germany that was so effective. If you keep telling somebody the same thing over and over and over again, they start to believe it. It's peaceful protesters, it's peaceful protesters, while they're blowing up things in the background with IEDs and Molotov cocktails. It's peaceful protester, guys. Don't you get it? These are peaceful protesters. Shut your mouth and stop saying that we're lying because they're peaceful, because we say they're peaceful. This is what they're doing, and they're doing it unbelievably effectively, and most people don't even realize the mind control they are under right now. That's why Dad and I have said repeatedly, don't don't watch mainstream media. If you do, watch it for a brief second to get a glimpse of the rhetoric and propaganda and turn it off, because it is very effective mind control. It's exactly what they were trained to do from the very beginning through the CIA MKUltra program. Understand what's happening right now. Please get the truth out there. Get the information out there. Make your own informed decision and be, for all reasons, always ask questions. You always have the right to ask a question. Always, 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 always. Never believe or be told that you do not have a right to ask a question. We are not under a communist dictatorship. And if you want to find America under a dictatorship real quick, stop asking questions and stop thinking for yourself because that's exactly what America's been doing for the last eight months and is exactly why we have found ourselves in this position that we're in and it's time we make a stand and make our voices heard thank you guys for the support thank you for getting this information out there feel free to sign up for our free weekly newsletter i encourage it articles specials discounts everything healthmasters.com producing the highest quality nutraceutical supplements we can possibly manufacture here to help you out the best we can call us up if you need anything healthmasters.com the joint rebuilding formula last day on sale is product of the week be sure to check out the organic food buckets fully certified usda organic food buckets they don't have hydrolyzed soy protein they don't have msg in them they don't have polyasorbate 80 they don't have monodiglycerides if you want high quality food that's your option for it top shelf top pure organic usda certified food buckets on the website at healthmasters.com right now Thank you for the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.